Welcome back. Can we uh, have it ready to scrub through and stuff? Yeah. Because there's some fun details in this. Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast traveled back in time through Tony's sex dungeon, which has time travel technology. You understand why I pointed out there's a sex dungeon in a second. But we did that so that we could rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. This is Iron Man 1 and we're in minute 69! I did that on all of the podcasts. And that's why it was a sex dungeon. It just felt right. Mm-hmm. Also, it feels right that Stan Lee's in 69. <laughs> but, Richard, what happened in this minute? He begins walking forward on the red carpet. A blonde lady in a nice dress walks up to him. Hi, remember me? And he's like, sure don't. <laughs> uh, he keeps walking. He says, nice jacket, Hef. And it is kind of a Hugh... It's a red jacket. Is it like a Hugh Hefner jacket? Is it like a smoking jacket? It's, it's meant to be he misunderstands who he is and thinks it's Hugh Hefner. Right. But it's Stan is Stanley wearing a smoking jacket? I don't know. Let's see here. I don't know what a smoking jacket. He's definitely smoking, because have you ever seen Stanley? Sexy guy. Mm-hmm. He has a, it's like a uh, smoking jacket. He has a pipe. Mm-hmm. He does look pretty Hefner-like. <laughs> yeah, you look uh, great, Hef. <laughs> oh, he doesn't call it a smoking jacket, though. I'm calling it, I oh, believe it's a smoking okay. jacket. That's, cool, That's the kind of... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it proceeds forward. Uh, let me scroll through. He kind of confrontationally walks up to Obadiah Stane. And Obadiah, uh, the tone of his voice, he's, it's, it's, you can hardly tell he, that he's his, feigning. His puberty just reversed. Him <laughs> <laughs> hitting puberty just went backwards. Hey! Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, he's faking pleasant surprise. Okay. Say, like, hey, look at you. <laughs> and uh I totally expected you to be here. Yay! <laughs> and, and Tony, uh what's his line? Gee, what what is it when a guy can't get an invite to his own party? Or what was that? Yeah, some, you've got it. <laughs> what's the world coming to when a guy can't when a, when a guy's, when got, a guy's got to crash his own party? Yeah. And so Tony is letting Obadiah know I, he doesn't feel invited. He's feeling left out, kind of disrespected. <laughs> And Obadiah reacts like, hey, <laughs> it's clear that Obadiah has been trying to get the board on their side and to, you know, on whose side, on Obadiah's side, on their side, that like everything's fine and the company's doing OK. Uh, he's been trying to convince them of that. So he's talking to the reporter and making sure that they think or trying to reduce the forest fires or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, as we'll find out later, he's doing a coup against Tony, but he plays it as he's trying to look out for Tony. So Tony doesn't start sticking his nose around. So him missing that board of directors meeting, totally intentional, just Mm -hmm. like him missing this party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does start to paint a picture that Obadiah is trying to box Tony out. And he tells Tony, take it slow, all right? I got the board where we want them, as if to say, I've almost got them back to believing in us. That's what he's saying. In reality, he's saying, I got the board right where I want them. But to respond to your trying to box out line, we know that from Iron Man 2, Tony's quite a boxer. Yep. Puns. Tons of puns. Yep. There's a box on the scene. This isn't fat. It's puns in my stomach. I'm glad they don't actually fight. 
like out of your mouth like food would. I'm glad they they're just like words. What's with you and saying I'm gonna vomit? <laughs> food always goes down with me. <laughs> Tony Tony says just cabin fever. It'll just be a minute and just walks the heck away from Obadiah Stane. Tony hits the bar. He's grabbing the makings of possibly a martini and we see Agent Coulson right there somehow just waiting for him. It's like Agent Coulson was expecting Tony Stark at the Tony Stark hosted benefit. Um, so <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> right. <laughs> And so he was chilling there, and it's uh, almost the exact same conversation that Coulson had with Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from the Strategic Secu- Homeland in, uh, Intervention. Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. And Tony's acting like he knew of them when he probably didn't. And Coulson, yeah, no, he's just—I think he's a little overloaded by all those ty- all those different words, right? <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> And Tony straight up says, you need a new name for that. And Pepper had the same type of uh, name, like yeah. that's a mouthful or whatever. Coulson hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Coulson lets him know that they need to debrief him. We don't know what of. Could be something new, something important, but... Uh... It's like pantsing him, but underpantsing him. <laughs> Get those briefs out of here. Yay, another sex joke. That wasn't a sex... I didn't... Losing your underwear is kind of sexy. That... <laughs> Sounds like a personal preference. <laughs> Losing your underwear is sexy, no matter how you cut it. No, you lose your is underwear when you're about to take a shit. All right, don't <laughs> don't turn this around on me as if I'm the one with a dirty mind. You said this debriefing is going to involve Tony said Stark. Debrief because I thought it was punny. Because you thought it was what punny. <laughs> I know that. And I said, yeah, it's so fun. Look, just because this is number sixty nine doesn't mean all the jokes I'm making are sexual. I promise. Otherwise, I would have been like, debrief. <laughs> so, Coulson, <laughs> he's going to box me so, out of this podcast. Coulson begins to say, there's still a lot of unanswered quit, and the line gets cut off there. So, yep. Well, it's a fun minute. Yeah. So, that first woman that I was pointing out with the other woman and guy was definitely kind of like, fawning over Tony. The second woman's not so much so. The guy's trying to just shake his hand. Mm-hmm. But the woman, the second woman just like tosses her hair before we run into that woman who said, remember me? Mm-hmm. Sure don't. And Stanley's actually in the middle of an interview. He's getting red carpet interviewed by a reporter with a cameraman. I'm trying to see it around 36 seconds if I can spot Pepper or Christine Heverart. But no, I couldn't. And I just got to point out, I'm so sorry, dude. But at 38 seconds, this bartender is overacting. (laughs) It's just like, how many bartenders do you go up to? And, oh, I get it. It didn't show it. It cut it off. But he put down a scotch Mm -hmm. before Tony got there. Gotcha. And Tony said, thank you. And then the bartender's like, Mm -hmm. I I know my boss. (laughs) I know what he likes. (laughs) Like, we literally get hired to have the scotch ready with ice in it before you need it. And the sake. Or you'll fire me and I've got kids to support. My (laughs) wife is a stay-at-home mother. (laughs) And also he has hot sake ready for him on his planes. Yeah. (laughs) I literally thought the guy was, like, overacting and just had him come up. He was like, hey, (laughs) what's going on? Because we didn't get the full shot. Uh Uh-huh. We only get like a half glimpse of him taking his hand away from the glass mm-hmm. before Tony gets there. 
Well, it's like less than a napkin. Yeah. So good job. Good job. Uh, never mind. He wasn't overacting. <laughs> he was just doing a great uh, sorry job. <laughs> I was much more looking at the guy at 46. And I was like, look, he's not overacting. But that was just me being unfair at that point. Another descriptor of this event. It is a charity ball. Right above something that says gift of the Stark Foundation. So Stark has a foundation. <laughs> he, he seems he gifted that entire building. But like legit, though. <laughs> mm hmm. Hey, I built you a building. Um, that means I get half price of renting out my building <laughs> <laughs> for an event. And scotch whenever I want it. Yeah. I forgot to mention in a previous minute, Tony always has a bowl of green apples in the background. It's like constantly replenished. I never see him eat it. But he had it when he was watching the news broadcast. Gotcha. There's a bowl of green apples. Miss that. You should see it right now real quick. Nah, I'm sure we'll get it again. Okay. <laughs> Just like the jukebox. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, anything else for this minute, though? No. It was just a fun minute. It was fun seeing Jeff Bridges slash Obadiah Singh And he's acting. got, like, a white scarf, too. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Some sort of large ascot. Do you think he chose that because, like, priests will often have a big white piece of fabric? I don't know what it's called. Uh, either. But, like, he kind of sees himself as God. Like, he's got such an ego that he's like, I will sell myself like a religious leader. Could be an ego thing. I don't know if it necessarily is tied to, to religion or priests, but... I, that's just the only place I'd ever seen something so long. Like, if it was just a scarf, I'd be like, oh, he's got a scarf. Mm-hmm. But it's like a heavy piece of fabric kind of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. Maybe that's what they were trying to go for. Oh, all right. So I'm at 34 seconds just scrubbing through here. And that bartender, who is the best bartender, kind of has his hands together. And then he literally, he can't even... Barely see Tony out of the corner of his eyes mm-hmm. at 34 seconds, but he starts turning around, grabs a scotch with ice in it, and then we cut, we cut, so it kind of jumps a little bit, like mm-hmm. there's two seconds cut out of it, mm-hmm. but he's putting down the scotch. It's like it was ready already. Like, yeah, like he didn't even pour it. He just turned around, grabbed it, and boom. So maybe yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like in a bowl of ice, mm-hmm. and he was like, "This is the Tony Stark thing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have." a glass of scotch with ice ready at all times mm-hmm. and then but literally he he must have been looking through like a plant in his peripheral vision he doesn't even see it and go turn his head to the right and then do it he's just like nope that's tony and there it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) and his facial expression says all right tony's here (laughs) the party's actually starting now i wish they hadn't cut that line out because he's clearly responding to like great job Mm -hmm. yeah right and let me see if i can see what kind of dollar this is there's ice in that drink right yep in my imagination they remake one every five minutes expecting tony and then they give the, the like someone asks for a scotch with ice and then they give it to the person they make a new one waiting for Tony. <laughs> well, I can't remember which episode of three sheets this was, but there's a bar that they can literally make you like a drink with ice in it and then shove it into the ice bucket. Okay. And it can stay, all the ice inside it stays frozen. Oh, okay. So I don't think this is the case, but they theoretically could have just dunked it in ice. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like wipe off all that ice sweat. Right, But right. if you have the ice in it and you dunk it all in ice, then it'll at least slow down the ice from melting, mm-hmm. if not stop it altogether for the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since scotch can't freeze in a normal freezer or whatever. Right. You know, that'll still be together. Yeah. But yeah, yours sounds like the more plausible. Mine's just possible. <laughs> just every five minutes, make a new scotch, be ready to serve it. 
I mean, we didn't hear one of those like big things come out that he had in Afghanistan where right. like, every 250,000, I'll throw one in or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was every half million, he said, right? I just remember 250,000. Mm-hmm. Want to bet? Nope. 10%? I am not as confident in this as the previous bet. <laughs> the previous bet, I was like, well, no, if you said nostalgic. All right, if you lose, then it just goes back to normal. If I lose, you go down to 8%, I go up to 12%. It's okay. All right. I would have won. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to shout out the hot sauce again because I want it. Right below, there's a link over to Apple Podcasts. If you leave a rating, which takes half a second, or a review, please leave your Instagram handle in there if you do because we will do a giveaway. That's why you might want to do a review. Honest one. If it's a four-star podcast, put four stars. We're cool. But for every rating and review that's there on Apple Podcasts, the day that we drop the last minute that we break down from this movie, we will then get some New York-style pizza and eat that many bites of New York-style pizza with the bomb on it. I lost a recent bet, so mine's a little higher, and he won, so his will be a little lower than whatever that is. But each bite will have the bomb on it, and we'll yes. record it, and we'll post it, and you'll all be like, ha 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 those dumbasses! Mm-hmm. We just need at least five to actually accept the challenge. And to reiterate, the more ratings and reviews there are, the more miserable we're going to be. If somehow there's 50, we're going to do it. If it gets too intense, we might have to film it over multiple days, which will make it even worse because we'll have a full like 19 hours, 23 hours in between filmings. And we'll just be like, we're going to do this again. (laughs) But the more ratings and reviews, the better for you. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Richard. My name is Brian. You've got an army. You've got a podcast.